Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Welcome back. And thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine. Steve Patterson. Hey. Hey, producer, I am Grant. Hello. Hello. Let's talk music. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is The Beat. May I start off by telling you that Phil Collins, uh, I don't know if they're still married, ex-wife, her name is Orianne. And she is selling off his gold records and awards basically for nothing. She's selling his gold records for like a hundred bucks. Oh, you should get one. Oh, right. Right. That'd be fun. Yeah. You should get one. Donna. You stop. Don't. Um, So, you know, they've had this, the, uh, this ongoing situation in their divorce they were married until i think like 2006 and then they got divorced and then they got back together and then she married this other guy on the down low and then he was like okay get out uh and then this ex-wife moved into a 40 million dollar home that phil collins owned with her new husband so she's been trying to get him get her out of there any who's all she's selling off Chanel bags and clothes and diamond jewels and sneakers and Rolex watches. I don't know where though. Huh. That's the problem. Hmm. Hmm. She's selling a vintage stamp collection for fifty bucks. Donna, do they have your attention now? Stamps. Ha 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 ha. That's a good price for stamps, Donna. <laughs> Anyway, just bizarre. She is on select items giving 10% of the proceeds to never the Never Give Up Foundation. Hmm. Uh, you could charge more, lady. And Do you, do you think she's way. doing it less just to kind of stick it to him? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I can just imagine like the local Craigslist ad of hers, you know, right? gold records sitting there. Because <laughs> so, like you try to Google it and like you said, there's not yeah. an auction. There's nothing where you can go try to get it. So I wonder right. where she's just. We'll she just organize pickup at paper. Barnes and Noble parking lot. <laughs> Next door app, you know, just whatever she's got to get rid of. She sounds like a terrible person. <laughs> she really does. I feel bad for Phil. Remember Phil she, is 69, by the way. Yes. Remember she had the story about how he doesn't bathe? And he no. stinks. Oh, you don't? <laughs> no, no but this sounds like tablets? my kind of guy. Yeah, it's a pandemic. Yeah, you're the only one who reads the tablets. Yeah, well, because he had back problems. He had You surgeries. know, I infrequently shower, so I like hearing this. How come I'm, I'm the you. only one reading the tabloids? I like the bigger, more mainstream entertainment news as opposed to the Orianne Phil Collins' random wife. 
You know, <laughs> he has ten people on the street. I bet you one of them knows who. But sometimes you can't miss. You can't miss the headline, and it's just right there. You just want to <laughs> click on it. If you actively avoid it, you can. I don't. I, mean, I go to like, more geeky sites. You know, like Collider and okay. AV Club, and okay. they're just talking about like you movies. can't miss the these like Army Hammer stories, the Shia LaBeouf stories, which by the way, both extremely disturbing. Yes. Yeah. Very, very disturbing. But Steve, I have to, I have to share that information with you. No, and I've I've read the articles on both of those guys. Oh, you and have. It's yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's, it's not bad. good. It's not bad. good. It's not real good. Bad. Anyway, back to music. Uh, the weekend just released an 18-song greatest hits album. Hmm. What I you? like the weekend. I like the weekend. Love the weekend. Love the weekend. Mm-hmm. Might I ask the question? Is it too soon for yes. a greatest hits album? Because that kind of feels lazy, right? You put greatest <laughs> hits out after you've done a few tours, you've got whatever it is, four or five albums, you've been around for 10 or 15 years, and you're like, here's the greatest hits. He kind of just, I, I guess maybe he's been out here for almost 10 years now. Is that right? Probably. But can I say, if you have 18 hits, it's fine to put out a greatest hits album, especially during a pandemic. If you're not going into the studio and creating new music, why not? But I would argue uh-huh. people don't listen to music that way anymore. You don't need right. to make a collection of your hits. Yeah, you just pull up the weekend on Spotify. Right. I don't know. When did I Can't Feel My Face? I Am Grunt, can you find that? When did I Can't Feel My Face? That was his first big song, right? Yep. I Can't Feel My Face When I'm With You, which I think was a cocaine reference. Yeah, it's about drugs. Drug talk. I feel like that was maybe 2012. Yeah, I think he was talking to the cocaine, actually. The song was released on June 8th of 2015. 2015? Yeah. Okay, so not so that So he's got the greatest hits album out six years later? <laughs> I'm with you, Steve. I think I it's a little know. weird, especially since you can, like you said, just go to whatever streaming service you want and pick whatever song you want to hear. But a buck is a buck, right? If you're going to make a buck it. is a buck, yeah, right. I mean, it feels a a little bit. Again, I really like the weekend. Love his music. Feels lazy. Feels like a cash grab. Hmm. If six years in, you're throwing out a greatest hits album. So when you go to Spotify, yes. right? Oh, well, here we go. <laughs> and you just type in the weekend. Mm-hmm. Will only the weekend songs come up, or will you? And if you don't pay for a subscription, great question. Thank you, Donna. Thanks for asking. It's a question that I bet a lot of people have. First of all, it will bring up a variety of different search results. Uh, If you only want to hear the weekend, then you would choose the "This Is the Weekend." If you want to hear the weekend and other songs that would fit into that same genre, you would pick the weekend radio. So there's a, and you'll get ads unless you're paying the five or ten bucks a month, whatever it is, to get ad free. Then you're going to sit through ads. Do you do the ad free? No. Okay. LeBron James doesn't do the ad free on Pandora or Spotify. Dwayne Wade, his former teammate, was asked who's the cheapest guy in the NBA, and uh, he said LeBron James. He said really? he won't even pay ten bucks a month to get ad free <laughs> listening on whatever his streaming app was. And the man is worth like a billion dollars. A billion? 
A billion. I think he's worth close to now a billion dollars. Okay, that is cheap then. <laughs> that's super cheap. How much does LeBron? But that's James how you stay make? rich, you guys, by no, taking cost cutting. Yes, it is. No, that's not how LeBron James yeah. stays rich. The saving market. ten bucks a month, one hundred and twenty a year. Go out over <laughs> ten years, he's saving a thousand dollars. That is not how LeBron James. <laughs> he stays rich by using the market. <laughs> you know, like... he is. Yeah, he's a, he's at half a billion. He's at four, net worth of four hundred and eighty million dollars, oh. and it has nothing to do with his Spotify ad listening. <laughs> Maybe cumulatively, it does. (laughs) You take Warren Buffett, who's still driving like a 1997, like, Subaru. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with his wealth. That's just a super rich guy staying frugal to prove a point. Yes. But it has nothing to do with his wealth. His wealth is in Berkshire Hathaway. It is in the funds that he manages. That is a false pretense to think that LeBron paying, not paying for ads and Warren Buffett driving a beater is how you stay rich. Well, then how do people with so much money lose all of it? Those, I think that you have there, first of all, that's happened to a lot of athletes and it happens when you don't have any sort of a financial advisor yep. and then they're going into just bunk investments. They're spending like crazy. They got family. They're going out. Yeah. When <laughs> asking for family. Money, right? but, no, they're buying like Rolls Royces. Instead Multiple, of, yeah. Mm-hmm. But still, mm-hmm. like you, like you would, you would say though, if they have a good money manager and you've got a large amount of money, forty, fifty, sixty million dollars, if you have someone managing that money, it's not impossible to lose. Like let's say the market completely turns, but if someone's managing that money, you can make money constantly on it, right? Yes. Right. LeBron James. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Makes four hundred sixty-seven thousand dollars per game. $117,000 per quarter, $9,700 per minute. And hear me on this, Donna, when you think about the 10 bleeping dollars that he won't put down for ad-free listening on Spotify, LeBron James, and this has nothing to do with his wealth, makes $162 per second. You know why I think he's so rich? He, he does. He, he doesn't do ad-free listening on Pandora. Well, that's not the only reason. It's because he's good with his money. No, he. you can't even bring him into the conversation of does something like the latte factor or not purchasing the $10 ad-free listening or not having too many streaming services. He doesn't get to be a part of the conversation because he makes $162 per second. Fine. Bye. Food talk. When we come back, uh, there's a new version of the Whatchamacallit. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and could Butterfinger peanut butter be coming in a jar? Come on. Food news upon our return on my talk. Hey, we have a sponsor for the Donna and Steve podcast. It's Chill Boys. I love my Chill Boys. These are the most comfortable pair of underwear boxer briefs that I have ever worn in my life. The bamboo material, super, super soft, really cool as well. Let me speak to the the waistband, though, for a moment. Uh, In most men's underwear, when you wear the waistband, it folds down as though it is submitting to your roll of fat, (laughs) or mine in this case, that is forcing it down. But guess what? My Chill Boys underwear do not do that at all. The waistband span stays where it should, which makes me feel more comfortable longer. Also, no wedgies, no chafing, no odor. It's because that bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties. It's so cool. It's great for biking, hiking, golfing. I sent a couple of pairs to a friend of mine who refs hockey, and he sent me a text thanking me and telling me how comfortable they are, especially the uh, performance boxers. You sent underwear to a guy? (sighs) 
Look at the time. Isn't he married? He's a married yeah, man we're talking about. Thing. Yes, it's my best friend's husband. All right, we'll get into that weird story a little bit later on. You can find out more at chillboys.com. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Okay, this is exciting. Hmm. Hershey's came out with the new version of the Whatchamacallit. Remember those? The Whatchamacallits? Oh, yeah. I, I do, I've never had a Whatchamacallit. I, do, I don't even know what flavor it is. I think they're like Rice Krispie-ish. Yeah, chocolate, Rice Krispie. There's like a Rice Krispie inside there with some caramel mixed in. Hmm. It's fantastic. Hmm. I hope they keep the original because there's been companies that have done this before. And oh, ruin things. Yeah. More recently, sweet. and we're going to talk about one of these companies in a little bit, but Butterfingers did this with their Butterfinger candy bar. They did? In February of 2019. It was my favorite candy bar. <laughs> oh my God, listen to <laughs> February of 2019. They switched up their recipe, and it has never been the same, and I am not alone. There is a fan page about this. People are not happy. Oh. Really? So I hope Whatchamacallit is doing the right thing and keeping their original one still there. Well, there's an interesting question for our Facebook, uh, maybe tomorrow, Donna. What's the weirdest Facebook group or oh. online forum that you belong to? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. That's funny. Sorry, I'm a little passionate uh. about that. Oh, that kid. It took my childhood away from me. So oh. I hope that that's oh. not the same case here with this whatchamacallit. Took my childhood. Wow, that's <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> oh, I'm passionate God. about this Butterfinger guy. Clearly. <sighs> I'm not even sure... I think it still exists. But anyway, it's got a cousin with uh, an equally embarrassing name. Can I guess? Yes. Thingamajig. Close. <laughs> Close. Uh, who's he? Who's he? What's it? Yes. What? No. Who's he? What's it? It's going to have a peanut butter cream layer and rice crisps covered in chocolate. Really? Yes. And they go on sale next month. Now, wait a second. This sounds like the whatchamacallit. Oh, except for the peanut butter. Yes, the peanut butter is the new part. Oh, God, I love peanut butter. I have mm-hmm. some in my bag right now. <laughs> what? Really? I forgot my phone, but I remembered the peanut I was butter. Say, right? get you didn't bring your phone? No. No. I know. But you brought a jar of peanut butter? That is correct. <laughs> Donna, seriously, this is starting to feel like you're. Listen, we have enough content. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We can talk about other things. You don't have to, you know, plant these ridiculous things <laughs> so that we have something to talk about. What kind of peanut butter is in your bag now? It's just a little jar of Jif. Don't worry about it. I have another peanut butter story. <laughs> okay. Right? Maybe I'm. Maybe I brought it as a little mascot to my stories. You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I do. So this one is that going back to I am Grant's favorite candy, the Butterfinger, 
Um, they, I don't know if they're doing a little teaser, but they put a photo of a jar of Butterfinger flavored peanut butter on Instagram earlier this week. And with the caption that says, maybe sometime in the future. That's it. I like it. Well, I like I'm interested. Have crunchies in it. Uh, boy, that'd be something. I didn't know about the fall of the Butterfinger Empire until a couple of minutes ago <laughs> when I am Grant went on what was certainly his most committed emotional tirade that he's had on our show. True. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always really liked Butterfingers, which is surprising because they're an utter mess, right? There's, they've never had any consistency, consistency like uh, never a good structure to them. You take your first bite, you got shards of Butterfinger everywhere. I agree with you. Instantly. Um, but I love them, and I love Butterfingers in a blizzard. Oh. In any so- uh, That's fantastic oh. to me. My jam. And so I really like, every time I have a Butterfinger, I think, these are good. I should have a Butterfinger more often. Have you what had a name? Have you had a new one? <laughs> have you had I, one in the last year? I don't think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna get one for you. Put it in your mailbox, and I want you to tell me what you think. Because honestly, it's 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 more airy, crispy. It's it's just oh, Oreos did this too. Don't even get me started. Oreos. Nobody likes Oreos. What? <laughs> okay. Let People do like Oreos, but. What a crappy cookie. I mean, that is the crappiest of cookies, right? Not for milk. Not with milk. I think it's great. No, it's too hard on the outside. Uh, We're going to have to talk later, Donald. Maybe we aren't as close as we thought we were. You know, it's a good cookie like a pecan sandy. That's a cookie. What is a pecan sandy? Or a pecan sandy. Okay. No, I'm not a huge fan of cookies as is. I just don't. I think cookies are a little overrated. You give me a good chocolate chip cookie, and I feel good about that. A homemade, like, give me a sweet Martha situation, hot and ready. I like it. Room temp cookies don't really wet my whistle. <laughs> really? Really. Now, you got Grant here liking Oreos. You got Porch Lady saying, give me a pecan, Sandy. <laughs> I, I don't know what to make of all this. I... I I don't have much conviction in the way of cookies. However, I did just unearth something that came to my mind, which influenced my guess, which I wonder if the folks behind the Whatchamacallit, who are coming out with a new cousin candy bar, if they went to The Office, the show The Office, for inspiration. There was a scene when Michael Scott, played by Steve Carell, went to a business school that his protege, Ryan, played by B.J. Novak, attended. And Michael Scott was brought in as a guest speaker. And at one point, he started doing this little bit using candy bars, thinking that this was really a fun way to drive home his point. But as he's reaching for a whatchamacallit, he goes through a couple of other names. I'm going to play it for you now. Okay. It could be anything. It could be a thingamajig or a, <laughs> a hoozy whatsy or a whatchamacallit. <laughs> now. Throw, throws it, nobody catches it. Was he the one who came up with this? Was oh, that where they got their they inspiration? Got wow. That's that my is, saying. That's a good catch. Good find, Steve. Yes. Hey, yeah, I'm yeah. the rest of the morning. Now you can't yes. wait to play a game. Oh, that's right. Give us a call. 651-641-1071. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge is coming up next. We don't know the topic. We'll all find out together, but you can call. Dial right now. Yes, it could actually be you. Bet on me. Bet on Donna. If you bet right. 
you could win a prize. It's coming up next on Don and Steve. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Time for me to play a little catch up. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grant. I, I want to see how smart you are. I am Grant is on the phone as we speak. Yes. And here he is. And we have Steve on the line with us to join Steve and Donna for the, I believe it's the 18th College of Pop Culture Knowledge. How are you doing, Steve? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Oh, friggin' Stevie boy <laughs> on the ones and the twos. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Stop being weird, Steve. Sorry. Steve, uh, how, so how's your day going, buddy? You having a good day? My day's going great. Yes, yes. All right, one quick question for you. Where are you from, bud? Stillwater. Stillwater. Do you guys... Stillwater Steve, that's what they call him. Oh, so he's a regular with you guys, huh? Uh, he's called in before. Okay. All right. called in before. We All know right. Steve. All right, Steve. <laughs> he sounds exhausted with us, but we appreciate that he's playing along. I love it. Well, <laughs> Steve, just so you know, uh, the other Steve, our Steve, has pulled out, uh, what, I think five games in a row here, right, bud? Yeah, I'm on a tear. It's unbelievable. Yeah, so he's up 10 to 7 right now, mm-hmm. and you, as you know, can play with either Donna or Steve. And Steve, would you like to play with Donna or Steve, knowing this is the category? Summer blockbusters that defined the 80s. Come on, oh, Steve. I need you. Dang it, yeah, Steven. Steve. Right, Get out of here, Steve. Donna, I'm, don't be a bully. Steve. Uh, um, Grant will text you when it's time to come back, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, I'll get it on my Apple Watch. Okay. Bye. Okay. All right. We got this, Steve. Yes, you guys do. And Donna, do you want to have the music today? Yeah, we'll do the music. Let's gonna... just, we'll just stick with it. Okay. All righty. Steve, as you know, just wait for the end here, and then when we come back... You can help her out if she needs it, okay? Sounds good. All right, bud. All right. Dateline 1984. No, I'm just kidding. Great year. Wrong. Yes. This this 1984 supernatural comedy takes place in New York City and follows a group of young men who look to take on the ghosts that are haunting and terrorizing their city. That's Ghostbusters, Bob. This 1987 drama, summer drama, is about a girl who falls in love with her dance instructor, played by Patrick Swayze, and it became the first movie to sell more than a million VHS copies. Dirty Dancing. This action film follows the story of Detective John McClane, and despite being released in July of 88, is considered to be a Christmas movie by many of its fans. Oh, this is, um, oh God, oh, what's the name of this movie? Uh, hold on. Steve will get it. It's the one with Bruce Willis. Um, Can you help her out, Steve? Yeah, that'd be Die Hard. Good going, Donna. (laughs) You guys got it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, this is going to be a tie. So, Steve, get ready, okay? I'm ready. Well, we just what year did you graduate high school, Steve? <clears throat> you know what? 1984. Me too, dude. Yeah, dude. Great Van Halen album. Yes. Bandanas around your legs. Right. You know. Prince, oh, yeah. Purple Rain. You and I had the same hair. You got it. I used Aquanet. <laughs> what was your product of choice? <laughs> uh, same. Pippity Highly too. Flammable. Right? Mm, oh, yeah. I did a lot of sun in, too, in my hair, and it turned orange. Hello. Not yeah, a good you look. you could do that. Uh, hi, Steve. Hello. How are you? Steve, do you know what sun-in is? Yeah, yeah, to lighten your hair. You know, some people when would do, like, lemon it? juice 
right? Yeah, I have a friend who did peroxide. During the summer? Yeah, and then you wanted to come back to school looking like you have blonde locks. Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to get my hair highlighted and bleached. I'm an idiot. No, you're not. I did too, Steve. I actually did the sun in before I got it highlighted at one point in time. So. Oh, not, see, I never did the sun in. I just dove in. I just went head first and got it bleached and then started getting it highlighted. <laughs> All right, bud. All right, here we go. All right, so as you know, I'm going to ask you the questions, and we'll get back to you at the end of the round here. Steve, other Steve. So hold on with us here, Steve from Stillwater. Dateline 1984, Steve. This supernatural comedy takes place in NYC and follows a group of young men who look to take on the ghosts that are terrorizing and haunting their city. Ghostbusters. This 1987 summer drama is about a girl who falls in love with her dance instructor, played by Patrick Swayze. Dirty Dancing. And this action film follows the story of Detective John McClane, and despite being released in July of 88, is considered a Christmas movie by many of its fans. Die Hard. Did you okay. want to stick with your answers? Uh, yes, okay. All right, you guys both did fantastic and got all three right. <sighs> Ghostbusters, Dirty Dancing, and Die Hard, which means it's going to come down to our audio clue here, guys. Again, <clears throat> Steve from Stillwater, if you know it, say it. And think summer 80 block, 80s blockbusters, okay? Okay. Here we go. This is my ninth sick day this semester. Oh, this is a... No, it's getting pretty tough. Pretty unpicking illnesses. No! Breakfast Club. No! I go for 10, I'm Steve, probably going to have to barf up a lung. So I better make this one count. Oh, oh Ferris God, Wheel is dead off. Thank you. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> she said. Oh. Boy, Steve from Stillwater was silent out there on you. <sighs> I know. I don't even know what it was yet. Oh, man. Ferris Bueller. Donna, you actually helped me by saying, Steve, you know this, and then I went back into, even though I've never fully seen that movie. What? Yep. Oh, you need to see it. Ferris Ferris Bueller's Bueller's Day Day Off. Off. John Cusack. Was that John Cusack? No, that's uh, uh, Matthew. Matthew. Matthew Broderick. 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 Ah. Yeah. It started out with him saying, this is my ninth sick day this year, and that was his whole thing about missing school. Dang it. Well, Donna. Sorry, Steve. That's all right. You told me 80s were your decade. It's all good. It was nice to talk to you guys again. Yeah, good to hear from you, and Steve. And we you, Steve. Steve, what are you doing next? Oh, After you hang up with us, what's the next thing on your to-do list today? You know what? I've got to do some driving. I'm doing some deliveries, and um, that's about it. You know, that's interesting, Steve. Enjoy this beautiful day. Yeah, do that. We had a courier call in, I think, yesterday or the, or, or the day before. We're getting a lot of people just driving, driving. around. Good. Yay, thanks good. for taking us we'll with stay you. Safe. Keep us awake. So. Good. Uh, thanks, Steve. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great day. All right. Thanks, Bye. Steve. Thank you. Man. I'm so mad. Donna. <laughs> Donna. <laughs> Nada. Time for a tip. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show so now what we're going to do is let you know about <laughs> we're going to give you a tip of something not to do that if you're like me you didn't even know that it was a thing that Same. maybe people would tell you to do i didn't even know i didn't either that enhancement cream existed so what think viagra oh. in a cream form oh sorry to hear that grant <laughs> <laughs> It's like, what? You didn't? Mm. Wow, wow. That's actually a thing. Mm. I guess Don't so. Play dumb I mean, now, that's kind of. <laughs> the one I know is a pump. I know. Okay, there's right. a Austin pump. Powers. Right? That's the one I remember. How do you. What? Do you, what? How, I, how do you do that? 
That sounds I don't know. I'm painful. Not sticking anything in a pump. Nothing. Like, where does of mine it go? Is into a Do you pump. just wrap it around and then start like it. using like one of those baster looking things? What is? I, I want to see one right now. <laughs> I have to see. You it. can do that work time Google search. I'm gonna lay right, right, back. Right, right. But this is a this is a, an enhancement cream for men. I didn't even know existed that is supposed to liven things up a little bit, correct, or, or make sure that you were really standing at attention right (laughs) but what this guy thought he would do his name is jerry jerry he put it on his lips to see if it would plump him up eight minutes until it started burning really uh, really bad and when he wiped the cream off his lips yes they were puffed up noticeably did you see him yep you saw Jerry's lips? I saw Jerry's lips. When did you, you see didn't Jerry's see Jerry's lips? lips? I need to see Jerry's lips. You got to see Jerry's lips. It'll frankly make you want to use it. Now, doctors say that this could be uh, very dangerous in a, in a number of different ways, which is why Donna is offering the tip, don't do this. Right. But um, so it can, it can cause all sorts of problems, skin irritation all the way down to heart problems. They don't know. So don't do okay, it. Okay, but why? But his Whoa. lips got bigger. His lips, wait until the very end. Whole... He stops midway through and then they no. get bigger and bigger. No. Yeah. So I think it's a real, like, don't, do not use it on your lips. I don't think I'd want to use it on my other thing either. If it's going to cause blistering on my lips, what's it well, going to do to my hoo-ha? Right? And they said that it, um, oh, he said it started to sting. So then I'm imagining hmm. essentially. Applying a topical cream like Bengay. Oh, I like and the way you say that. that Bengay? <laughs> Bengay. <laughs> I got Bengay? That. I've got that queued up, locked up, ready to go. That's, boy, that smells good. Doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, audio, it smells yeah. good at first. And then you're like, whoa. But it starts to give you that kind of like Icy Hot. How at first you're like, oh, that's good. And I once put Icy Hot on my back and thought, sweet mother of pearl, this is on fire right now. Oh, and then I tried really? to wash it off and it activated it more. So anything that feels like it could burn or anything like that, I do not want it anywhere on my body. Grant, I agree. Yeah. Play the audio. Play the audio. Is there any do you, Is that what you have the audio of? You have the audio of the TikTok guy? No, I don't. Let me pull what it What do you have? Here. Bengay audio? What do you have? No, no. I meant I have you when you were saying you're, you had like Bengay queued up. It was a bad. Oh. Let me, let uh, me find the audio. You guys. <laughs> Talk oh, you don't have to. Okay. Yeah, we matter. don't care. We don't really <laughs> care. Well, you don't see a lot of Ben Gay anymore. You don't see a lot of Ben Gay. You don't see a lot of Ben Gay. Um, I've never tried Salon Paws. <laughs> Heard them advertise a lot. Never tried Salon Paws. Because okay. that's in the same family as Ben Gay and Icy Hot. Oh. Except it's a patch that you put on, like, oh, my shoulder. And then you put on these Salon Paws pads onto your shoulder, and it's supposed to help you. His lips really did get big. Which is why I would say if you're the 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 manufacturer, that's probably a pretty good review because now someone's gonna some hundreds or thousands of people are going to try well, there, people it are doing as intended. Stupid things all the time on TikTok. Oh yeah. We need to maybe not do that anymore. <laughs> There's another tip. Oh boy. We gotta go. No. Oh, I know. Boy, um, oh boy. <laughs> 
Sam Adams is stealing something from Budweiser. Wait till you get a load of this. Uh-oh. This is this means war. That story on the way. Hey, if you're a fan of Selena, I'll tell you when that's going to be coming back for the second part of the limited series. Got that on the way, and uh, Steve's got stuff he wants to tell you, too. Yeah, that new, often-delayed James Bond movie, they need to do reshoots now because something that they shot is already, already out of date. Tell you what it is, all that stuff, when we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Donna and Steve on My Talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Big, 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 big nasty. Ew. That's my, Donna, I'm workshopping nicknames. Okay, let's skip that one. You said Put that on the back of burner. Big, big, nasty. Ew, David. What is the big, nasty and Donna show? I'm sorry, the Donna and big, nasty <laughs> big show. Big, nasty. Because <laughs> then they would hear that as the name, and then they hear my dumb voice come out. It'd be great! Now, I uh, want to talk to you about James Bond because... Uh, many people, you've probably seen it in the trades this morning. Um, Hollywood Reporter, Variety picked it up. I don't know if the strip did or bring me the news, but I got an Apple Watch. And a lot of people are talking about it. And I am Spock Patterson. I have all sorts of new things that I'm learning about it, and I'm advanced. Which got my attention because I was, I was reading about techie things online because I have a new Apple Watch. I read about the reason, one of the reasons, that they need to delay James Bond. We know the movie was supposed to come out in April 2021. They've kicked it down the road some six months more. This was after it was supposed to come out in April of 2020, got delayed to October, then blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? They actually have to reshoot scenes that feature technology, James Bond-style technology, Mm -hmm. because they think it's already out of date. Oh, you're kidding me. Already, James Bond's high-tech gadgets will be outdated. That is the concern of uh, people close to the movie. Come on. <laughs> no kidding. And I guess there is a... Uh, they have they have these film sponsors for this, uh, which include Nokia and Omega. And they would be frustrated, so the source says, with the older models of products that would date the movie when it's finally released, which means that some of the scenes are going to have to be very carefully edited and looked at to bring things up to date. Uh, The main scenes that the producers said they need to consider reshooting involves the gadget man, Q, who in this case is played by Ben Wishaw. So you can't have Bond going in there, talking to Q, saying, what do you have? And then... Nokia and Omega, these tech companies, are saying, oh, no, you can't be showing this stuff off. It's already advanced so much in the two years since we shot it. It was supposed, you know, because it was supposed to come out a year ago. Technology does go a long way in a year. But that's interesting. Yeah, tech, it gets out of date quick. Damn, I can't believe they just keep postponing. I bet it's got to be a good movie, right? No, not necessarily. I mean, we've seen a lot of movies that take a lot of time and a ton of money that aren't any good that's true you're right steve sorry i blew up that's okay sam adams is stealing the clydesdales for their super bowl ad while budweiser is taking the year off from advertising at the super bowl I think I love this. Tell me more. <laughs> so I think there's a clip of it in our in our preparation materials. Um, so in the commercial, someone unhitches the Clydesdales from their wagon, and they wreak havoc on the street. 
<laughs> and it turns out to be Sam Adams' new pitchman. Great. Your cousin from Boston. So, you know, Budweiser has been using these horses since 1975. They've appeared in more than 40 Super Bowl commercials over the years. I kind of think this is really clever. Very clever. Now, unfortunately, they're only going to air locally in New York and Boston, but Uh. they couldn't purchase, you know, a national ad because, interesting fact, Anheuser-Busch has the exclusive rights to air national beer ads during the Super Bowl. No. Exclusive rights. Really? Who knew? Wow, they must be paying extra for that. That's incredible because you would think that they you would think that they would say if we're not going to do it this year that there'd be a clause that another beer advertiser could jump in cuz the folks with the Super Bowl or the network that it's on this year want that money. Well, I have to tell you, they do have a whole slew of ads for their other brands like Bud Light and Michelob Ultra. They're just not going to be Budweiser. Thank you. Here's the ad. Or a piece of it. Whoops. Your cousin. From Boston. I did not see that coming. Bill Burr. Sam Adams, Wicked Hazy IPA. Juicy, right? Can we not tell my mom about this? Oh my gosh, funny. (laughs) It's cute. That's cute. Clever. It's like they let him out to mess with him. I like it. That's very cute. We will never see it unless it's online. Donna. Thank you. Donna. No, you know what? We'll see. We'll see it after the Super Bowl. Oh, good point. Good point. Yes, of course. I just got a. uh, I just got a text. Okay. More and more inquiries happening surrounding Steve Spock Patterson's new Apple Watch. <sighs> I think people they're obnoxious. I, I, they're obnoxious. I think the Apple Watch is obnoxious. Like when people start talking into their wrist mm-hmm. and making phone calls. It's yeah, like, you want to shove them into the wall. Yeah, it's like, ooh, okay, Can I tell you, I, you, I was long a uh, an Apple Watch antagonist i was like what's the point it seemed especially the earlier models when there was such a learning curve and maybe limited abilities at the time it just made it feel like why what are you doing this for this is complicating your life this is not simplifying your life so anyway um then when my wife got it we started watching these youtube videos on what the latest apple watch can do what what's the what's its functionality and I got it for one specific reason, which is productivity and my lack of organization. Mm. And so here's why. We watched this video, which I'm convinced, whether it's your phone or if it's your iPad or if it's your Apple Watch, whatever techie device you have, the the majority of us probably utilize about 20 to 40% of its robust power. We don't do the tutorials. We don't do a deep dive to figure out how could this maximize my productivity or my life we kind of get it we find a few apps that we like and then that's all we do with it so i uh we were watching some videos over christmas and people were saying oh here's how you can make this work here's how this can be beneficial if you're working from home if you're doing this donna my kryptonite is organization namely forgetfulness i have had so i just cleared every reminder from my phone every one that i've ever had i cleared them all and i will start curating those 
new again. But even having an alarm buzz on my wrist that physically vibrates my wrist, mm-hmm. my notifications I don't or reminders. I don't know if anybody else gets this. The reminders on my phone get buried. It almost becomes like white noise on the face or sometimes yes. there's one there, but then there are seven others that I'm not seeing. This one now um, sets an alarm. So for instance, let me show you what I what I did earlier today. I set a uh, I talked to Siri through my phone or through the through the watch and I said set an alarm for 10:26 to look for the email from Sharon. And then so it puts the alarm on my phone and it 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 tells me it titles the alarm as well and then you either go to it it'll give you the chance to snooze it like any alarm. And then guess what? I was just able to quickly look for the email, find the email, respond to the email. Hmm. And now that thing that is normally hanging out there, and God, I just hope I remember it. And I paper written down list hardly works for me. So I'm hoping it makes me more productive. But I grant you, I used to think that they were obnoxious. But now that Stevie Spock Patterson has arrived. Well, this email just came in. Uh, Follow up from Jesse. Oh, is it on my watch? Uh, hey, guys. Nope. Sorry, Steve. Still too much on the watch. So now it's listening to us? Oh, great. Spy much? No thanks. <laughs> Signed, foil hat. <laughs> we'll be right back.